When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ken Abzak, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire. Let's take a look at season six most tear-jerking moment, possibly, unless you're a fan of Marjorie Terrell like me. But season six, episode five, The Door. Jack Bender, the director, Benioff and Weiss wrote this episode that, of course, finds Hodor discovering or fulfilling his life's purpose. And that whole sequence is one of those big Epic sequences that we talk about all the time, but in me talking about these small moments, I like breaking down even the things in there. And what it does, that sequence has these little tiny moments that start to pay off because all the stuff with Bran going back in time served as great exposition, served as great, uh, uh, great looks into the past for fans like myself and most of you out there who just love the lore. We get to see Tower of Joy. We figured the big answer would be coming eventually. That's the answer of Jon Snow and his lineage. But we wondered kind of what's the purpose of all of this? How is this going to tie together? Now we know if you're a book reader that Bran has some communication powers. Uh, Ned could hear him and then that played out in the show a little bit, a little bit different. But it played out, uh, you know, end result the same. So it was like, what's building? And since this was not something we've come to in the books, and it will be in the book from a certain point of view, so to speak. George R. R. Martin says that it, it plays out differently. Very curious to see what happens there. But you have this moment um, where Hodor's uh, destiny is revealed. And when it all starts to tie together, why I think this scene really, really struck home. It is the... Uh, it is these these little beats that you start to sense what's happening. You start to hear it when Mira says hold the door for the first time. It starts to click in. When you're back in time, good old Willis, uh, and Brand's there calling to him. And the moment he falls, the moment the young Hodor, or the man who eventually become Hodor, falls to the ground, it starts to dawn on you what's happening. And it takes your heart into weird places. Because we knew Hodor as this simple man, as Hodor. It was humorous. It was, it was cute. It was endearing. It was weird. We'll figure out his story one day. And I, for one, actually just kind of forgot. Not that I didn't want to know the backstory of Hodor, but it just was, I forgot that it was something I wanted to learn. Hey, he probably got kicked in the head by a horse, right? That's the theory, right? I kind of forgot about it. So when it starts to pay off in that moment, moment, there's this slow, aching hurt that starts to come over you as a fan. You start to realize. It's not even bittersweet because it's like, oh, cool, riddle solved. But no, 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 no. It's dark and it's disturbing. And then you wonder, did Bran do all this? Did Bran know this was the case? I mean, obviously he didn't know until that moment. I think that's why Bran's so affected. Isaac Hempstead White does a great job. It's one of his finer moments as a performer on the show when even he starts to realize, oh no, this is what's happening. 
And as you watch it unfold, it is the young Hodor, the uh, performer uh, who, uh, of course, is playing Willis, um, that really, really sinks it in. And I love that moment. The hold the door, 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 hold door, hold door moment. It plays out well. It tugs in all the heartstrings. And it is one of Game of Thrones' finest moments in its sheer sadness. And this sheer, sheer, in the pure sadness is what I'm trying to say. I'm affected now, even thinking about it. Uh, the sequence itself, like I said, contains so much. There's so much to break down, but it's these little tiny beats, these little tiny moments, these little tiny performances and looks on Bran's face, Mira's face, and even on Hodor's face as he holds the door, fulfilling his life's purpose. And in my head canon, it all comes together for him, too. For a while, he'd been controlled by Bran. Uh, that's kind of how the. The brain fry happened, but I think in that moment, he himself, he takes over. And my canon, he knows his whole life has come to this moment. It's a great moment, great sequence. Season six has some memories. Hey, Ken, the next scene I wanted to talk about from season six, and it's sort of a reunion scene. It involves characters who never interacted before, but they're in the same scene before. So, you know, Melisandre's talking to Davos and Davos is asking her, you know, what will you do next? And she's like, I'll follow Jon Snow anywhere. He's a prince that was promised. And Davos says, excuse me, I thought you said that was Stannis. And he says, what the heck happened down there? And she's like, there was a battle. Stannis was defeated. And he says, and Shireen, what happened to the princess? And right before she says anything, Rhianna Tarf comes up and she's like, I saw what happened. And Melisandre looks terrified. And Rhianna says, I saw Stannis' forces defeated in the field. And Davos goes to introduce himself. And Brienne says, we met before, I was Kingsguard, Tyranny Baratheon, and I was there when he was murdered. And Davos says, yes, it's in the past. And she says, yes, it's in the past, but I don't forgive, and I don't forget. And then she says, he admitted it, you know. And Davos says, who? She says, Stannis, just before I executed him. Yes, hearing that still hurts. Eric, you've brought up an interesting scene to discuss here from season six you, you said it's odd, an odd reunion and and that is very much the case there's uh three characters that uh hadn't and previously interacted on the show but are uh, generally familiar with, with each other though bran takes this opportunity to really introduce herself the reunion of davos and melisandre was one of intrigue and interest but i found this whole scene not troublesome because i'm not that kind of viewer i don't like to dive into plot holes or ask too many of those questions of, well, how did this happen and what does it mean? But this is one of those scenes where I felt I needed to know how come no one, not one person, told Davos what happened to Shireen in the time that he'd been back, in the time that they all been together under one castle roof. There's no time that they said, oh, welcome back, Davos. Bad news for you. Your favorite little adopted niece, Shireen, eh, Burned to the stake. Uh, no, did Davos just know something was up and just wanted to deny it? Wanted to put his head in the ground and say, hey, we lost the battle. Stannis must have died. I don't know. This is maybe his first opportunity to ask Melisandre. Maybe he was waiting for that direct answer. But again, it's fine. I don't dive into those plot holes too much. But it was a little odd moment for me. But I love how Brienne shows up and is like, hi, I'm Brienne. 
Uh, I know I was eavesdropping. Don't ask me how I know. I just I know uh, I know what you guys are talking about. And uh, oh, I killed Stannis. I'm the one. It was a heartbreaking scene, of course, for a Stannis fan like myself, because up until that moment, I had been keeping hope alive. Yet Stannis was still going strong somewhere. That he'd run off. That he'd factor back into the story. He'd get his redemption. He'd be redeemed. He'd come back to save the day. Uh, all right, so Brienne did kill him. I guess that's cool. There's some justice there. And it's a good story arc for uh, Brienne to uh, avenge uh, Renly. All right, sounds good to me. But it was a weird scene, a weird moment. Not a bad scene. I like that you chose it, Eric. But it is one of the scenes I had a little bit of a question about. A little bit of uh, criticism for season six was some of the stuff. Season six and seven have some of these kind of like, oh, exposition, plot explain, weird bumps in the road type of scenes. I'm fine with it all. But this was a, a, a little bit of a weird scene, but funny nonetheless. Unintentionally funny, I think. For me, it's when Brian just walks up again and just like, hey, how you guys doing? Nice to meet you. I'm Brian. Hey, I was listening to you. Uh, I think the girl's dad and I killed Stannis. Interesting moment. You have moments for season six? Favorite little tiny scenes, little tiny moments? Let's discuss them here on Daily Thrones. Closing out the broadcast day with another discussion about one of my favorite little scenes and moments in season six, and it is in episode six, Blood of My Blood. A lot of stuff going on. Benjen officially returns in the show, and we get a little history on what happened with him, whether or not that's cold hands or not. We'll figure that out. But in that episode, Sam and Gilly head back to the Tarly home there on Horn Hill, and we have that great, and by great I mean entirely uncomfortable dinner scene with uh, Randall and Dickon and Sam's family there. It is uh, one of those Game of Thrones castings uh, that is, uh, you know, you get a you get a, a smaller role with a great actor and that's what happens. And uh, uh, Randall, you always heard bad things about him, always heard great things about him. He is a, a great warrior after all, a great military leader, a great military mind. That's why later on in season seven it is important for him to join the cause with the Lannisters. That's why Jamie extends that uh, special hand to him. But, ha, special hand, no pun intended. This scene, though, leads to one of my favorite moments, and it is Sam, first cowering, not going to stand up to his father, not directly. He's getting ready to leave Gilly, and then it clicks in. And he races back in, grabs Gilly, he's going to leave, and he decides to steal the Tarly Ancestral Valerian Still Sword Heartsbane. It's just one of those moments that makes a character. Sure, he didn't stand up and face his father directly, but could you have in that situation? Randall Tarly sent his son away, threatened to kill him if he didn't join the Night's Watch. So I am okay with Sam deciding this being the way to get back at his father. And... It's good to have a Valyrian steel sword in your possession with what's going on. See if Heartsbane comes back. But I love that moment. Sam grabs the sword. That's Daily Thrones for the day. You can share the broadcast if you uh, like any of these segments. Uh, just echo it on Anchor. You can also tweet it out, especially if you've called in. And don't forget the daily episodes are available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Just dropped a big, supersized holiday edition uh, as I was away for the weekend. Just kind of put them all together. But if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, do me a favor and subscribe, like, and leave a comment, all those things. That's right pandering late in the evening but now we want to keep daily throats going here on anchor thank you guys we'll talk more tomorrow